Ready? Ready. Okay, so I don't know how I'm looking at it. Yeah, it's okay. Welcome to the Gold Collective Podcast. Okay, let me do that one more time. <laughs> okay. Okay. Do you have stuff written down? Yeah, a little bit. Just like notes. No, no. Um, no, yeah. Uh, not really. I mean, you look at like us because of the conversation. Yeah, okay. Um, welcome to the Gold Collective Podcast, the place where the collaborators and creators will take part in the art world and its members. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> Let's do it again. Let's do it again. Welcome to the gold... Okay. Don't read. Wait, I know. I have to know it. Well, I'm just going to say it one more time. I'm going to read it. Welcome to the Gold Collective Podcast, the place where collaborators and creators will talk about art and the art world and its members. Episode summary. Okay. Welcome to the Gold Collective, where we're going to be talking about the art world and the art that the members make. We are part... I'm... <laughs> okay. We are part aliens. Make that marble. Welcome to the Gold Collective Podcast. Today we have with us the founders and co-founders of the collective. We're going to be talking with some of the collaborators that the art is going to be featured on our YouTube channel and on the different platforms that we're going to be using. Today we have with us myself, Antonio Irizarry, the founder, David Irizarry, collaborator, Lauren Cavanaugh, collaborator, Maddie Egan, collaborator, Adam, last name? Yeah, I knew that. <laughs> yeah, I knew that. Yeah, no, totally. I know, I know who you are. Uh, <laughs> um, you said it was Adram? Adram? Okay, so we're going to be talking about a little bit about the Gold Collective, and then we're going to be going into why my water bottle doesn't work. Fuck yeah. Antigo. Oh, because I locked it. <laughs> a little more about just the uh, the art world and just some issues right now. Just some interesting things going on. So um, we're going to start off by talking to David about what is what is the Gold Collective? Why do you want to start it? What was your mission? You know, like, was there a problem? Was there a problem? <laughs> you, a problem. you didn't like the problem? I didn't like the problem, so I, I'm, I'm going to fucking solve it. I'm sorry. I didn't like the problem, so I'm gonna solve it. Um, so I guess I guess it stemmed from my experience at art school, and everything that I saw from the art world and, and what and I didn't see that too, like that in depth into like what it would really be like to be like a professional artist, but I kind of get the general gist of it and the feel, the vibes that like. The art community give off, like in the fine arts sense, and just in general, there's a lot of elitism in uh, in art because a lot of artists think because they can create something so beautiful that they are above others who create the same way. Um, so just kind of trying to get rid of that stigma that anyone can't be an artist, in in like let giving people like the avenue to. To explore it if they want to explore it or do whatever they want to do with it may it be like collaborating with someone else and doing a project or just doing their own thing and, and displaying that however they they may mm -hmm. um and really kind of giving a safe space to people who well people who, who do and do not feel this way the way being what i'm about to say right now um, for, uh, for, um <laughs> Um, no, Third but like hurts. feeling, feeling, what? 
Perverts. Perverts. That that also reminded me, David, of uh, when we were talking about earlier about how we really when we talk about curation and we talk about building a platform where a lot of people are being coming together, a lot of different styles, a lot of different mediums, an important part of that is that we're helping people to find their audience and to find their niche. So it's less of we're telling them they're not good enough. We're not um, just kind of trimming the herd. We are trying to just get everyone to where they belong and help them uh, find where they belong. And if it's not what they initially think, so be it. We want to be there for any type of artist. Well said. Ditto to that. So how about we all go around and just talk about the mediums that we're most excited about and the most, some that we maybe have experience in now and that we've been working with uh, and practicing on or and some that we maybe just be curious. What? Some of them we're just curious for, uh, are curious about. So I consider myself a filmmaker and a writer and I enjoy all the visual arts really. And I am interested in music, but I currently can't play. But I'm just interested in all the amount of organization, really, that goes into filmmaking and the amount of control and the amount of just different departments that collaborate to make one single project. So I think that that's what I bring to the table. Really, I want to make short films and I want to help with the visual aspect of the Gold Collective. David, what are your... Some of my uh, aspirations the things I want to do in the Gold Collective uh, are mainly photography and just anything visual. Uh, a lot of visuals, like Tony was saying, I'm going to be working on a lot of videos and a lot of, yeah, a lot of pictures. Um, but also, um, like I said before, the overall curation of this whole project is kind of something that I will hold higher above everything. Um, so that'll be like my main focus for what I'm, what I'm putting into the gold collective will be, will be the generalized structure of it all. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> I got my voice back. Yeah, I'm so proud. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. That was really... <laughs> Lauren? What's the question? <laughs> what type of art are you going to be doing? Oh, oh, oh. Um, I'm going to be doing, um... Can you stop? <laughs> As I was saying, um, I'm going to be doing a lot of writing, um, whether it be poetry or short stories or anything like that. Um, but yeah, that's my main thing. Maybe some pictures every now and then. Um, I know Maddie and I have some photo shoots that we want to get into. So, you know, like modeling, pictures, writing, maybe some paintings every now and then. Nice. Maddie? Um, well, uh, what was the question? I'm sorry. What type of mediums are you going to be working in uh, during the Gold Collective collaboration? Oh. It's okay if you don't for okay. when he asks you. Um, they both. Yes. So, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Maddie's got a loud voice on yeah. the She doesn't want to sit close to the mic. 
Maybe it's gonna be a good oh, exercise no. for Maddie to use her inside no voice. Anyhow, okay. Um, I've been like very comfortable in like poetry and writing and shit. Um, all right, and stuff. Um, <laughs> lately, um, or not lately, but like for most of my life. But like, I'm starting to explore a lot of weird, different stuff, and like, I want to get into music. Um, so I never really have since like middle school and I miss it um so like and like also I want to learn how to do a lot of the like techie stuff like I don't know be able to like produce things and like I don't know make beats make stuff I don't know I'm just like I just want to try it all um and I'm tired of like thinking that I'm like not good enough and don't really know how to do that stuff like obviously that's how everybody starts before they do it so like might as well just (laughs) adam uh the medium i'd say that i'm most comfortable working with is uh photo but um pretty open to everything i've kind of even just like taken a break from photos not entirely but it's like it'll definitely be my thing mm-hmm. um moving forward i also want to do uh videos with you guys um, a lot of collaborations a lot of collaborations collaboration collaboration so um we all are talking about <laughs> the uh elitism kind of that we're facing and even though that exists there's still this there's still obviously idols we have and people we admire and artists we admire um on the large or smaller scale so how about we talk about kind of the people who have influenced us or the art that's currently influenced (coughs) us what we're reading or something what we're watching um what's your taste in just self-expression um i'd like to go first and say uh, that I don't really know a lot of artists in pretty much every respective field. Like, things that slip my mind very easily. So, And I also don't look at art enough to have found someone to look up to, but I also, in the same regard, do not want to find that. And I think that's why I don't do it, is so that I don't fall into making something the, the same way that someone else is or my version of someone else's idea because I want it to be the most original um, so I try I mean I do pretty well I try not to, to look at other artists and because I compare myself a lot to like other people in general but when it comes to art that makes it even harder so I think yeah there's like no there's no like specific artists I think just like I'm really inspired by like everyone around me that that i get to work with now and that like we that is are going to be putting um things in into the gold collective because that those are like the people that really inspire me because those are like the real people in my life that are like actually doing art and like the things that i want to be doing and like they like believe in the same things that i do so like i really i think those are like the artists that i look up to the most are the gold collective artists yeah that reminds me of something i heard about um, uh, someone who said that editing is the just the bane of all our authors, and that they, this author in particular didn't edit his work. He would just write it for the first time, 
and he'd submit it because he just thought all creativity went out with editing. And I think it's uh, sort of the same way about that when you expose yourself to other artists, you can be easily influenced by what you prefer and your like just whatever proclivity you have for whatever uh, style you can accidentally adopt and it's yeah. just un under your subconscious. So it's not even something you meant to steal, but um, also you were mentioning, what did you mention towards the end? What? Oh yeah, um, being inspired. There's still, even though, like even though, um, even though obviously you shouldn't just revere uh, these people blindly, I think there's still merit in uh, learning the past and learning the history just so you know the tools that are there. And so it's just like everyone says, good to know the rules so you know how to break them. And that's why they're there. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, Lauren? Um, well, definitely going off of what David was saying, um, I feel like everyone in the Gold Collective kind of inspires each other. Uh, I definitely feel more motivated to get more work out there because I see others doing it too. Um, yeah, and just like how we can like kind of feed off each other's energy and like, like say like David had these great pictures, maybe Adam will want to go and take pictures or vice versa or like. Maddie does this great painting, and then I'll want to do a great painting. Antonio writes a nice paper, and I'll want to do a nice, nice paper. paper. It's like we all just kind of like feed off each other, and obviously there's more people in the group collective, but like just saying from his year. And there's less competition. That's yeah, less competition. Trying to strike and and really it's not it's part. not a fight of who has the best work. It's just kind of like sharing each other's and like feeding off that motivation and just being able to express ourselves in like a nice way and like in our own special way, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I'd, like <coughs> for writing, I definitely have a lot of authors that come to mind, but they're just not in my mind currently. But like, She's I don't know, I learn a lot. I like, I used to read a ton, but then I stopped for a while, but now I just got my new Kindle. <laughs> and I've been reading a lot, and it makes me so excited. And I don't know, I just love reading because it, you know, like gives me ideas and like helps me kind of find like the the genre I wanted to like read or write about. And like it gives me like um, examples of how I should do it and like techniques I should use and stuff. So it's, you know, everything really comes into play with motivation and inspiration. Mm -hmm. uh, inspiration. Uh, visually, I don't know, I think I've kind of always just been, uh, I don't know, looking at other people's work, yeah, I, I kind of, to build up, like, what you guys are saying, it's hard, it's hard because yeah. you are, when you're exposed, then, yeah, your inspo can be, like, like, almost, like, directly correlated to, like, what you yeah. witness, so, um, trying to do... Kind of what more of David's doing, and kind of just trust my own vision and like go with that. Um, mm -hmm. But I'm also really inspired by um, the like late '70s and like when hip hop started to uh, flourish heavily, like and like kind of like meshed with like punk for a bit, like uh, like techno was like really like popping, like. Uh, I don't know, just like a whole, but like that, like that blend of culture and then, because uh, it was pretty inclusive. And I think that's like something that we have going on. Yeah. We're yeah. really open to like 
all forms of creativity. So, yeah. uh, trying to just like trying to like get that going. Nice. I think there's something to be said though about artists as thefts, thieves, because I mean that's like half artists of our jobs too. There's so many. I mean, there's a finite amount of information out there, and we're just manipulating it around to elicit different emotions and. I don't think it's something to be ashamed of to be influenced by other artists no, and to like homages and whatnot. I think there's just, yeah, there's definitely a bleed, but I don't think it totally like defies you authenticity because uh, yeah, there's I definitely authenticity like, in the way you express your emotions about someone else. Creativity yeah. can't be like born off of seeing nothing, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, you yeah. need to, like, see things and experience things and, like... Yeah. I wrote a paper about that recently for one of my classes that, like, it was called uh, World of Mirrors. And it's because there's just this... There was this reading, um, I think it was this guy named Lacan, and um, he was just talking about this uh, mirror stage in children. And it's just about this... Uh, when you can separate yourself from others and this object uh, destruction stage when the baby is sees the mother as an extension of itself and then when once the separation occurs that's like the first destruction of self and then it, like has to rebuild itself and like define itself and there's a mirror stage where it's just just perceiving everyone else and it's just taking in other ways and it's kind of like Taking in everything, then deciding how it's going to deal with it, basically. So, just an interesting way of living in a world where it's not really concrete. It's more perception and what people think. And we're very powerful people. Yeah. Um, So, we're moving on to the next topic. And for that topic, I have to say, it's a very interesting one. Um... Less interesting the other, maybe. The bu- <laughs> not, okay, guess interesting nonetheless. <laughs> um, the budget art world. I know we're all struggling artists. Uh, equipment's hard to come by, especially in the um, particular fields some of us take in photography in particular and film uh, videography. The equipment is extremely expensive and the uh, threshold for entrance is quite high. It's been lowering recently with the democratization of the equipment. Uh, around the age of the DSLRs. Uh, that obviously became a time where a lot of amateurs and um, novice fil- uh, filmmakers could come in, which was great, and there could be new voices, and it led for a lot of discovery and new voices that were just uh, pushing out the old, really. <laughs> and um, But it also led to almost an oversaturation of the field. And that is not to devalue the work they put in, the art they want to put out, but it's it's a tricky way when there's so much to consume and there's there's no way to consume it in a proper way and know which one's right for you. And that's, I think, something the Gold Collective is obviously, as we said before, is looking to do, is to provide people a way to find the art that a one ch- can change them mm-hmm. yeah. and like change their lives. Um, so... In that vein, tell me about how uh, how you feel budget constraints have impacted your art, or do you feel like the um, pressure of creativity, something like in the, uh, how filmmakers used to have the film, they would have a finite amount of cellulose to use and then be done, 
and there's film, same things now. Do you feel like that's makes your art better, or do you feel like it uh, stalls it? Um, I mean, I think it makes it better. It gives you something. It gives you something to strive towards, um, and it gives you a reason to want to do better. I guess if you, I mean, and if you don't work well. I mean, it dep- I guess it depends on the person, but as, is this person, this is, you're asking me? Yeah. Specifically, right. So this is for the person. Um, yeah, no, uh, I think the restriction is interesting. It adds a different flair to whatever you're doing because you have to cut, like, get over another hump in the road. And there would be bump in the road. Uh, <laughs> on the road, boy. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it gives you another obstacle and... It kind of can bring your brain to a different place and, and evoke more thoughts in a different manner. So I think it's beneficial. Have you anything? Have you had anything come out of that? Something? Sometime you were couldn't go somewhere? Right. I mean, now, right now, you the gold collector. Somewhere. Yeah. yeah. No, it's a. You it's both a thing. Say yeah. Yeah. I don't know. No. Why? This is. This is what I mean. This is what this is all about. <laughs> this is what we're doing. Is trying to get to go somewhere. We're trying to go somewhere <laughs> with this. Um, yeah, no, but the, I think the just the just the restraints of having to live a quote unquote normal life in the eyes of um, the, <laughs> the world, society. I guess society. Yeah, um, has made me want to be able to have the things that I that I want and help the people that that I can help. Um, with those things, so that is the goal of all of this. Is it came from that general idea of not having enough to make what we wanted to make, so we're taking what we have now and building and getting to the spot that we need to be to do what we want to do to the fullest extent of the law. Mm. Anyone else have anything to say on that? Mm. What was no. the question? The budget, the uh, the budget one, the budget world of art. How do you feel? Do you feel restrained because of the budgets? Does it make your art better? I mean, I really feel like I can't contribute too much to this because, like, I'm not buying things for the type of art I'm doing. Like, I'm mainly writing, so I have my like my laptop for that. But, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't really contribute uh, that. I, th- I think what what stuck out to me was when Tony just said like the whole accessibility thing. Uh, definitely with DSLR and like digital and stuff, they do have like cheaper options and like everyone's just like picking up cameras now, which yeah. I think is really good. Yeah. Uh, and I like know of a lot of organizations right now that are doing that for uh the youth and like getting cameras in the hands of uh younger uh, individuals because it helps with perspective and such. So um, I don't think that part of accessibility is negative anyway because yeah. obviously like we want more people to create and like yeah. uh, capture and be like inspired and stuff. So, um, and then another thing that popped into my head was how with like the accessibility through digital, uh, a lot of professionals are reverting back to film because they've like gotten there like they have yeah. enough like they, they straight up like they're wealthy enough because yeah. it's like very expensive yeah. and 
just going through roles. It's like, yeah, that there is a budget uh, mm-hmm. issue. So, yeah. Um. So now, like, there's this whole new chase to like, I don't know. Uh, put out that more like. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't necessarily. Kodak has that eight uh, millimeter, super eight millimeter uh, camera that's coming out, and they're selling film again for, it, and they're going to be. Uh, uh, digitizing it in-house so you just send it back in and it's a uh, eight millimeter you just stick it in and uh, it has a viewfinder digital viewfinder but uh, you still can't like obviously play it back but yeah it's gonna be really cool That's I'm really excited about that I want that yeah yeah for yeah I so I don't know yeah I just think yeah accessibility is good so like with that um with that like shared experience we're having as struggling artists, um, there came this desire, which David thought of, to make a community of people who could go through that together. And uh, (laughs) could bring everyone up. So... Oh, I just grind. Yeah. So we decided that... We need to do this anymore. (laughs) We decided that we needed to create our own space, right? So um, I was... Recently watching this interview um, of Jack White, the uh, singer and guitar player. Um, and he owns this record shop in Tennessee. And it is a, the only record shop in the uh, United States or the entire world that prints vinyl in the back. And there's a live studio that goes directly to that. And you can just and you can print your own vinyl, get it there. And they have a shop in the back, and then there's they have like eight vinyl pressers, and he just made because he has this uh, motto about just the physicality of music and the moving components of art, and uh, it's the same thing with like uh, artists like Quentin Tarantino when they talk about filmmaking and they want the the illusion of actual film moving in front of a light that it's the it's not digital, it's there you're seeing the movement. And um, so he was the same way about that. Um, and I just thought that was really interesting. Yeah. I think that's very like cool. He built, he, built his, uh, he built his own place, like, essentially. Because originally he was for just a store's amps and his drums and stuff. And then eventually there was a store in front of it. And then he thought, well, I need a studio. Yeah. Uh, so it just grew into that. So I mean, hopefully our thing can grow into that That's size. But that um, That's like we'd love to have a space on someday. Yeah, and we talked about that before about having spaces and like what that, <clears throat> like how that's beneficial and what, like if if we have ever worked in spaces like that. And I talked about how, I think it's really important to have that because having that that community of artists to be able to interact with instead of just working alone, helps you as an artist and a person with every aspect of your life. I think just socially, that's a great thing to do to be able to work with other artists rather than be like lock yourself up in your own studio and work against like everyone outside of your studio. Just like creating a community and bringing everyone together so that we can all give each other the information that we're missing or the information that we just need help with or the information that we all want to learn I think that's that is the goal we want to do is like create like a physical space for that and a virtual space being the internet.
the Mac. <laughs> Wonderful. The Mac. Wonderful. So, uh, do you guys have anything else to talk about, or about um, ready to wrap this up? Just in, um, no, just, just we want to just let everyone know that this is a a, a very open project that we want uh, as many people to collaborate with us on. Judge free. And help us, yeah. And we want to create an environment. As long as not, we will hire no judges. Yeah, as long as you, or yeah, homophobic, or homophobic, or transphobic, or misogynistic. Yeah, yeah. You know, just like be not a fucking yeah, bad person. If you're a good person, we'd love to have you. Otherwise, otherwise, fuck. See yourself away. later. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Okay, so that'll wrap it up for the first episode, I guess. Um, next time, we'll be having more collaborators on. We'll be talking about more projects we have upcoming. So thank you. You can follow us at um, the Gold Collect Twitter on handles. Twitter and the Gold Collective on YouTube. Do we need to give we'll be putting handles? more shorts. And if you want to give your Twiddle handles, Twit Twiddle handles. Twiddle handles. This be my Twiddle handle. David, what's your Twitter handle? Turtle S zero U P. David Irizarry. Lauren. Uh, at Underscore L-Cab. L-C-A-B. Maddie. Yeah, 420. Follow me, bitches. Otherwise known as Phone Daddy. Phone Daddy. And then... Cool, I'm just Frizzle Fry. Frizzle Fry. F-R-I-Z-Z-E-L-L-F-R-Y. Wonderful. Thank you guys